1: This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV in association with MTK Global, So joined by two-weight world champion, WBO king, Billy Joe Saunders. What's we'll going down, Bill? Future Ventura?
0: Yeah, it's good, mate. It's good. Um, enjoying training. Uh, you know, I couldn't ask for it to go any better, really. It's, the weather's not particularly great. I'm, as I was supposed to catch up with you the other day when I was doing my uh, brain scan and medicals. Uh, but we missed each other. Um, much rather be here, mate, on the sunny beach, even though it's not some, not, I'm not, getting much of a tan, to be honest. We're just more of a, a gruelling training camp, uh, which is not really that far till it's over.
1: Mark's got the tan, though.
0: No? Mark's got the tan. He's been working hard alongside of myself. Tom's got the tan. Camp manager's got the and Greg, as you see, because that naked picture I'll send you
1: of him. I'll talk about that, uh, Bill. It must be uh, nice to actually have a date now. You've been in kind of in future Ventura training over here as well without a date. You're fighting Martin Murray on the fourth of December, so you're you're probably going up in the gears now in training.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I've been in training for a while now. It's just obviously at one stage I was thinking. Am I going to even be fighting this year? And, and, and to go into such a big fight next year, I like to be Golovkins, Canelo, Jacobs, Andrade's, all the big names, you know, I can't afford to be out for 14, 15 months. And Martin Meyer, listen, you know, the ups and downs and the fights supposed to happen, you know, um, before twice. And, you know, listen, he's a good family man. And, you know, if he, if anyone deserves a shot, you know he's in he's in the top fifteen, so I said, look, why not? And everyone else were pretty much tied up. Um, so you know he, he he deserves his shot. I probably listen. I'll give him, I was a man of my word. You know he didn't get it back then because of obviously reasons he reckons I pulled out, but I, I was genuinely injured, to be honest with you. But it is what it is. We're in now. You know let's let's see what happens.
1: You're always honest, Bill, when it comes to promoters and and fights that are put to you. Are you genuinely happy at this stage of your career to be fighting Martin Murray? Are you happy with that?
0: Yeah, I mean, look, it'd be very silly of me, you know, I have a conversation with my management, MTK, and it'd be very silly of me to jump in with a a Canelo because they dangle a big bag of money at you or they dangle this, but they haven't approached me. They've obviously just set up their December date. I'm already contracted to Martin Murray. I think Martin Murray should have been two-time world champion. I reckon he beat Martinez and who were a tricky Uh and I also think he beat Stern. So if you want to say, you know, Martin Murray this, Martin Murray that, I generally think that, you know, he, he's been on a he's been on a maybe apart from world titles, he's been on maybe one or two bad sides of a decision. Mm. Now he's been in with the great, he's been in with all the greats coming through, and you know the retired, and you now he's kept he's kept going and. You've got to take out after someone like him. Listen, Martin Murray's not someone who's going to come and lay down. He's going to come and have a go, and, uh, that, and that's the reason why. I said, look, let's, let's get him because I've been out for, for a while and I know he's going to give me rounds.
1: Mm, fair enough. Of course, Tyson Fury boxes the same weekend. How much of a say did you have in going the night before, Bill? Was it completely down to Matrim?
0: No, look, I mean, look, Tyson Fury's business and my business is completely separate. Um... You've got Frank Warren, who I extremely get on with. You know, uh, Eddie Earn, I get on with. Um, I've got a fighter signed with BT. And, you know, I've got a fighter potentially signed with with, with Sky, and I'm and I'm on Sky Sports myself. But it would have been a bit of a... It would have been a bit of a, a shit night, if I'm honest, if me and Tyson have been boxing the same, not what people flicking on. What, they're paying for a pay-per-view. I should imagine Tyson's is going to be pay-per-view. Pay-per-view, yeah. Um, so they're paying for a pay-per-view, then they're flipping over in the sky and trying to watch both fights, and they could say, oh, we're going to put the main event on at a different times." but if people's paying for, for a night of boxing, they don't want to be thinking, oh, what's going on in the other fight, let's switch over. So I think, really, you've got to take your hat off to Eddie Earn for that, because he could have really went, oh, you know what, I'll go with a Saturday, and, and, and that'll be it. But, you know, you've got to take it off to Eddie for putting it, for, putting it a day forward.
1: Well, watch Billy Joe around on a Friday night and watch Tyson Fury on a Saturday night. Sorted.
0: Sorted. Weekend sorted.
1: Hmm. Billy, just before we talk any more boxing, I quickly want to ask you about the video you just put up on uh, Instagram. It's getting a uh, good reception, rightly so, as well. Uh, yeah, go on, just tell the people what you've just put out on Instagram.
0: Yeah, I was <coughs> I've been, you know, I've been friends with this woman for a number of years. You know, uh, she's always been around the boxing gyms and, and I've I've never, I didn't never know this, but you know, it's only recently. Like I think it was like six years or so, and it was only like recently, like a week or so ago, we got in a conversation about something. Like she rang, and she got in contact about something, and I helped her out. And then she, you know, was having a conversation. She told me that obviously she were raped, and I didn't know this, so it was a bit of a bit of a it was a bit of shock, a bit of a shock to the system. Do you know what I mean? And I'm always banging on about this and, you know, banging on about, you know, I, I follow a lot of these child protection groups who protect uh, children on Facebook and I'm always sharing and, and it's something that, you know, I, I, cha- I even chat to a couple of the, uh, the, tra- the trappers who catch them and I've been trying to say, look, one day I want to come with you right, and do it, but I don't even think, I- I'm going to be honest with you, I think if I did go, I generally don't think I would have a boxing licence again. Because I probably I probably want to be I probably set about them on the spot, but you know stuff like that. I think that people need to be made aware of. You know, young children now, and you know, grooming gangs, and you know, people have been raped right and scared to come out and sadly think about it. I think that that's a real good thing. And I'm not just doing all oh, this publicity. That's all a load of bollocks. Listen, I've got a bad name anyway. I've got bad. I've done terrible stuff. But that alone should be looked upon seriously. Really seriously, um, so yes, yeah, so I'll put the uh, video up. I've tagged the name in it. Um, I won't say a name here and that on the interview, on the interview, but I'm sure that uh, you know you'll end up probably doing an interview of a maybe or Coogan and uh, try to put the awareness out at least.
1: Definitely, and if it helps one person that video, then you've done your job. Even
0: one, yeah. Listen, like I say, if if it gets one person, you know, that's if you can if if you can, you know, prevent something like this happening or, or, or someone being groomed what's going to be happening like you can, if they can be aware of this video and it's only a video it's nothing big you know you can only share it and mm-hmm. you know there's a, there's a link on there you know anonymous link you can chat to and I'm sure a lady yourself will, will definitely uh, be open for conversations
1: but you've got a platform so you might as well use it eh?
0: yeah yeah so listen it, it is what it is so hopefully it's for something good and, and I hope something good comes of that and I really do. Bill, this
1: Wednesday night, uh, MTK card, Louis Edmondson, your fighter, is back in action. Obviously, he had a bit of a <laughs> time with uh, a <clears> positive, <throat> he was supposed to be out a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, he's finally in the ring on Wednesday, Bill.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, do you know what? I- I've got to say a big thank you to MTK because he obviously got COVID. And then I was like scratching my head because like, this kid needs to be out. He's such a brilliant talent. You know, I've seen him, I've sparred him. I've seen him I've seen him handle people, I've seen him handle situations, and I'd probably go as far as to say as he'd give me a lot, a lot of trouble. And I kept hearing Tom Little bang on about this kid, bang on about this kid, bang on about this kid. And he's only young, but he's just never had that chance. You know, he's never had someone, you know, take his career by the horns and say, Right, this is the road you need to go down. This is what I think and uh we did have that platform obviously of MTK. You saw him with MTK, as you know, uh, but he, he failed a COVID test. Um, so touch wood. he's back out now Wednesday, and uh, he took it. He, he took this fight on a five-day notice. Five days notice. You know, he lives the life. I've also got Dante Dixon out, another fighter I manage, along about the matches and MTK. Um, he's out on the same, on the undercard as me on Sky Sports. Okay. Good that these be... promoters better be getting their pens out and want to be signing these two fires because these are guaranteed world champions, both of them got brilliant talents and uh it's a pleasure to work alongside of them you know
1: bill of course, it's been a while since uh you teamed back up with mark Tibbs and uh Tibbs boxing. Just talk to me quickly now about with ben of course we I spoke to Ben numerous times. Um, and he said it wasn't a split. You're still on good terms. You always change trends, etc. What happened there with Ben though this time?
0: Me and Ben, me and Ben, you know, remains good friends. Work would never get in the way of me and Ben's personal relationship, our friendship, because you know, we, I go back, I go back to the days where the amateurs was, you know, in the same club. I remember seeing him running around, fucking kicking the football up and down. And you know, Ben's a brilliant, world class coach. You know, he's not a trainer, he is a coach. But he's just obviously, he, he's invested a lot of money into his gym, uh, the, MTK, um, performance the MTK's performance lab set-up. Um, you know, it, it's sort of, I need to be away. You know, all the others can go there and train there because it's cab. But I need, everybody knows me, knows I need to be away from my surroundings when I'm at home, you know, to get the best Billy Joe Saunders. So, you know, in Dominic Ingle, I've, with, I've only worked with Dom and Ben really for a fight. You know, I've never I've never been with no one else, so it's only them two, obviously. But who I started was with Jimmy Timms, and you know, who better to take the Ferrari back to than the manufacturer where it's made itself? You know, and you know, Mark worked alongside his dad effortly every single time I boxed and had a big input in camp, and you know, I, I just I just wanted to. I didn't want to go with someone new that thinks they're gonna teach me everything and teach me a million and one things and cram my brain full of shit. I just want someone that you know that knows me. You no, know, we're tightening up your jab, we're tightening up your backhand, we're loosening this up, we're loosening that up, and it's working. You know, it's, uh, we're having a great camp. We've got all these fighters out here. Um, I'm sparring uh, Charlie Duffield. Um, I've got a, I've got two other sparring partners out here. Um, it's, it's all going well. It's, it's all going brilliant.
1: Bill, of course, you don't want to look past December 4th against Martin Murray, but say it goes to the plan, you come through that. What's ideally for you in, in, let's say, April, May time? What do you want,
0: Bill? Well, look, <clears throat> I just think that, you know, Eddie's got a lot of fighters. Callum Smith, Daniel Jacobs, Canelo, Golovkin, uh, Andrade. You know, there's some big, big names there. There's some big names. You know, me and Callum Smith, if the if the Canelo fight don't happen for himself or me, then, you know, why not me and him fight? I, I don't think Smith's got a fight penciled in at the moment, no. I know he's in training, and I'm sure I've seen him in training, so why don't Canelo want him now? You know, because it was all a load of bullshit story, playing us off off each other and waiting and, you know, trying to fish who could get, you know, the cheap... Cheapest. He hasn't got to give Oscar DeLore any money now. I believe that obviously they've settled up and, you know, they'll be gone. So they should be the money in the pot now for the Smith fight. Mm. Why not give it to Smith now? World champion, then, you know, if he beats Smith, then me and him can fight him, mate. Or if Smith beats him, I'm sure there'll be a rematch clause. Then I'll obviously have to wait until, you know, the other outcome of the, other, the, the second fight. But, you know, all this Caleb Plant talk is all a load of rubbish. It's all a load of shit. So, uh, my opinion, I just think that, you know, he's going to look for someone, give him four or five weeks' notice, like he always wants to do. Uh, But he caught me out once. He caught me out once. He'll never catch me out again. I'll be ready to rock and roll whenever, whenever, like I say. But, look, I've been in this situation before where you overlook an opponent. Um, You know, you think, oh, yeah, yeah, that's only Martin Murray. Yeah, Martin Murray, this is his last roll of the dice. This is Martin Murray's last chance. If he beats me, he's got a golden ticket, and I need to obviously make sure that don't happen. So I'm not looking past him. So at the moment, I would love to see uh, if I'm victorious on the fourth that Eddie Earn can make one of them big fights, no less than one of them big fights. It's impossible for me to go down now. Like, it's I need at this stage of my career. I I'm, I'm in my prime. Let's see how good I am. Don't wait till I'm 33, 30, 34, my legs are gone. Wait, let's go now. One fresh in my prime, moving, slick. You know, let's get it on. And 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 look, Smith's obviously not scared to fight. I know we'll fight if the money's right. He knows our fight, so that fight can be easily made because you know, if worse comes to worse, and, you know uh you know the 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 rumour is Gallagher was saying there's not enough money in the pot, then let's have a meet up and have a talk about it. it is what it is, you know, it's business. So I'm sure there's plenty of money in the pot. Obviously I'm one of the best um, management companies out there in TK. Um, obviously I'm working alongside of now and you know, they are, so they're reasonable to work with. They're not hard people to work with. You know, that company is very, as you know, they're very easy that, you know, they, they, they will make fights that suit their fighters. They will take a chance if they think that's the right chance you know We're not setting back saying we want all the money and we want all this. We're saying, well, let's just be fair. But people need to understand we are in a difficult climate at the minute. So that's all also got to be taken into consideration from, from all parties, really.
1: Do you think Andrade wants to fight with you?
0: Look, Andrade <clears throat> Andrade hasn't had a meaningful fight since he got beat by um, the Thailand fellow in the Olympics in 2008. He hasn't had a he hasn't had on paper 50-50 fight. Really, on paper, you look at the likes of Willie Monroe, Andy Lee, Eubank, David Lemieux, you know, I've got a better I've got a better John Ryder or so you can put in there. You know, I've got my my opponents have been competitive to come to win. You know, Spike O'Sullivan, I beat all of these people when they was unbeaten coming to win. He hasn't boxed anybody I think he's boxed one person who he banged on about to me at some press conference. I can't even remember his name, who won 19 fights. Like, let's see you fight someone world-class. Let's see you fight Liam Williams. You know, that'd be a good fight. You know, let's see you fight Liam Williams. If, if, you know, if you want to take a fight, I'm sure that Liam Williams will be ready for December, maybe even January. I'm sure he'll be ready. He's always in the gym. So you know, let's let's see him fight Liam Williams, and I may even move back down and fight for the for the middleweight top. <clears throat> That's the conversation I was having with Mark as well. So I need to I need to make sure that you know, look, I need a plan. I need a plan. I've got a plan now, but I also need a plan B. Right? I come through this in three and a half weeks' time. My next fight has to be. Negotiate Within that week Who have I got When do you think it is Let's go Pick an opponent out. Let's start negotiations Now Add my Christmas Off to camp And Let's get it on
1: Couple of more things Bill what do you make of? You mentioned it earlier What do you make of Canelo Alvarez Leaving the And Golden Boy He's a free agent
0: now I don't really know Look it's, it's one of them You know You know There's a lot of money To walk away from but maybe it was a lot of money they promised him that they could deliver. Especially in the climate we are. You know, he's a free agent. He's away from the zone, like you say. He's away from Golden Boy. So, now let's see who he brings to the table. Because I'm hearing all this rubbish bullshit that me, Smith, are not A-class fighters. I'm two-weight world champion. He's world champion. Uh, if... If world champions now are not classed as A-class fighters, elite fighters, then you know I think this Yudhram is it. He must be a world-class fighter. Then, cause that's who we probably fight next.
1: Well, I think he's look, looking to box Caleb Plant on Showtime next in December.
0: Uh, listen, um, 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 um. he will fight Yudhram for the WBC title. That's who he will fight. That's who he wanted in the first place, and I think that's why the big argument kicked up, and he wanted his money and. You know, people say that myself and Callum priced ourselves out. That wasn't the case. People that obviously know what's in that tight group. Obviously, my business team, uh, MTK, Callum's business team. We wasn't being unreasonable. We wasn't being we wasn't being unreasonable. I think that we're entitled to what we signed our contract for. We're entitled to that. You know, he's the one getting 35 million. You know, I'm sure that he can, you know, take that little bit of a cut and say, well, do you know what, lads? Take what you're entitled to and, yeah, let's get it on if he really wanted the fight. But look, I'm, he's not hes not ducking anyone, is he? So, but I just think that he's looking for easy routes for easy belts and Jardim is the easiest route at the minute with the title being vacant. Unless Caleb Plant, if they give him a few quid to step aside and promise him the winner and that's going to be in May anyway. Mm. So, it's going to be a huge room and and Canelo Mate if Caleb Plant fights him now because they've got to give him money to step aside and obviously promise him the win. I shouldn't assume.
1: Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Bill, you never hold back. Of course, uh, a lot of talk at the moment in boxing is about Deontay Wilder, uh, his video. Let's go <sighs> in two parts. Firstly, what he said about Mark Breland, who obviously he sacked. He said that he spiked his water. What do you think?
0: Look, it's just, it just gets embarrassing, doesn't it? Tyson Fury rang me before the first fight. Before he even talked about fighting Wilder when the talks were in, his dad were against it, Ben were against it, I think his whole family was against it. And Tyson, i tell you himself, he rang me, he said, I've been off the Dante hey, Wilder fight. What do you think? And I said to him, Tyson, if he don't hit you, you will have an easy night. This is a dare to be this is a dare to be great move, but you can't let him hit you. And he went in there and he got hit and got back up. Then he was in proper shape, went in there and absolutely dismantled him. You got beat by the better man. Sometimes, you know, your power don't work. Your power is when you meet someone that's more elusive than you, more slicker than you, more faster than you, you know, more heart than you. He's a better man. You know, in my opinion, it's putting, up, it's putting a, a Jaguar against a Lamborghini. That's all it is. It's just a different class. And I think he needs to realise it's a different class and stop blaming his suit, stop blaming his uh, his drink being spiked, uh, stop blaming his gloves being tampered with. Anybody knows at world elite level, and and, and any, any level, gloves get checked. People watch hands. It's not so, oh, let's go on the toilet and put knuckle dust in. Let's wrap around, let's put some gloves on and let's... Let's uh, let's tamper with these gloves. That, no, no, no. You have got someone watching you there, watching your hands getting done. They watch your gloves get put on. They sign them off. It's just it's just all excusing. I think it's embarrassing to be honest. I think it's just a bit embarrassing. But listen, it is what it is. I'm sure. He, listen, I'm sure he's well off. He's a lucky man. You know, he's a lucky man. But as long as Tyson Fury's around, he'll always be third best.
1: Well, Tyson reckons he's lost the plot. That's what he said the other day.
0: Maybe, maybe he has. Look, you know, Tyson. Tyson went for a bad time, you know, and maybe it's, maybe the same happened to him. Maybe he can't handle the defeat. Um, I'm sure it's a bit of pill, a bit of pill to swallow. But brother, you've been beat by the better man. Well, listen, you you are a very very you. You was a good champion. You're a good fighter, but. Tyson's Tyson's is something a little bit different than most
1: Right let you go Bill is there a message to Kel Brook obviously this Saturday night takes on Terence Crawford what are you saying to Kel
0: listen he's in the best shape of his life I've been speaking to him he's, uh his belief his belief his shape I believe if his mind's right on the night which is bang on where I want to see it now I've got him in a, I've got him in a triple. I've backed him in a triple. I think that Terence Crawford is pound for pound number one. But, you know, I've sparred Kel. Cal's very, very, he's a good puncher. You don't see him coming. And I just think that if Kelbert turns up the best he can turn up, then we've got a new world champion, undisputed world champion to our, uh, to our UK fighters,
1: We'll see what happens. Um, I see uh, Greg's been still working with him, getting into to Top shape as well, MT. Greg's done
0: a good job of him. Uh, Greg's done a fantastic job of him. Um, he's, he sent one of his, uh, one of his young fellows who works for him out there with him and uh, watching over him, making sure everything's he right. Um, he's just got to keep a cool head, but I know I think everyone should get bright and tune in. Also, I just want to say, obviously, a big thank you to uh, the sponsors, Marbella.co, marbella.co.uk, World Hydrate. Um, <coughs> you know, I think that's uh, without these boys backing. And uh, and also, Tom, what's the other one? Elm Site Services. Elm Site Services, my man. That's the one.
1: Did you win anything That'd last
0: night, Nuka? Sorry? Did
1: you win anything last night?
0: Mate, do you know what? So I've got these group of friends that I ended. I was winning a few quid off them anyway, and then I had. A, let's just say I had a nice pot, Uma. I had a lovely pot. I had a pot. Of, I had this little pot of gold, yeah. And Neil Robinson let me down. No. He let me down. But listen, that's sport. That's sport, mate.
1: All right, Bill. I think that's about 30 minutes wrapped up. So I appreciate the time on IFL TV as always. Biddy Joe.
0: Thank you very much. Listen, like I say, uh, happy anniversary as well. That's our interview since we've uh, said it 10 years in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I suppose 10 years ago, you were still running around shitty nappies, but you're not anymore. You're, you're, you're the main man of the channel. And I said, listen, if it's Coogan, forget about it. It has to be UMA, IFL UMA, for me to do this.
1: Billy Joe, uh, safe travels to the UK whenever you come here. Best of luck with the rest of camp and uh, we'll catch up soon. All right, brother? Take care.
0: God bless you all. Cheers. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt.